0: Hey, everyone. My name is Eric Escobar, and I'm the Tech Talker. Sometimes electronics break, and it can be very frustrating. Here's how to find someone to fix your computer, no matter what kind it is. But before I get into it, can I ask you a quick favor? My favorite part of hosting this podcast is helping fans navigate the exciting yet often challenging world of technology. I love receiving your questions and comments via email or social media. The show would absolutely not be possible without you. But I want to make Tech Talker even better. And now you can help me simply by taking a short online survey. Do you want to learn more about new gadgets and apps? Are you looking for how-to guides or troubleshooting tips? Just head on over to quickanddirtytips.com slash tech survey. That's quickanddirtytips.com slash tech survey. And as a special thank you, all participants will be automatically entered for a chance to win one of two awesome audiobooks. Mr. Penumbra's 24-hour bookstore, or The World Beyond Your Head. Again, just visit quickanddirtytips.com slash techsurvey to participate. All right, now let's get back to the podcast. I always recommend Apple devices to my less tech-savvy friends and family members. The first reason is that you have somewhere you can take your iPhone, iPod, or computer when something goes wrong. Apple devices are built incredibly well, and their operating systems are probably some of the easiest to use. However, Apple products are far more expensive than their Windows counterparts. A computer with the exact same specifications could be half the price of its Apple counterpart. I recommend Apple, though, because they have a great support network behind them. At any given Apple store, you can make an appointment online if something goes wrong with your computer, where an Apple genius, which is what they call their specialist, will take a look at your device and help you with it. If there's something physically wrong with your device, they'll give you options on how to fix it. And if you just have a handful of questions, they'll answer them on the spot. Apple stores also host classes on how to use their devices. This is probably the number one reason that I recommend Apple devices. If someone doesn't feel very comfortable on the computer, then they can take any number of classes for free at an Apple store to learn more. Again, a lot of these services are free because you pay a hefty amount for their products. The same goes with their repairs. Even if their consultation is free, quite often the repairs will cost a significant amount of money. This is not because they are trying to twist the knife by any means. It's because Apple products are made very well and to some exact specifications that makes opening them up incredibly difficult. In a nutshell, if your budget allows you to buy an Apple product and you're concerned about where you'll take it or who to ask if you have any questions, go with Apple. Now, if you're curious, I have an iPhone and all of my computers are Windows. Just so you don't get the idea that I'm 100% Apple. Like I mentioned earlier, if you compare specifications alone between two computers, almost always a Windows computer will be much cheaper. This comes at a cost though later down the road. Who do you take your computer to when you have an issue? After you buy a Windows computer, you are typically on your own to troubleshoot the problem. For someone like me, this isn't really a problem. However, for most users, some software problems and most hardware problems may be over their heads. So how do you find someone to help you out? You can start by asking friends and family who they take their devices to. For all you know, there is a local computer shop that does a fantastic job at fixing computers. Next, if that doesn't pan out, head over to Yelp. Yelp is a great way to search for reviews of local businesses in your area. What makes it so powerful is that you can search for pretty much any type of business and see how many reviews they have. If you use Yelp to help find a computer repair guy, make sure the person has quite a few reviews. Of course, make sure to read the reviews and ensure that they're credible. After all, the business may have all 5-star reviews for removing viruses, but just mediocre reviews for fixing hardware problems. Next, you'll want to avoid haggling or trying to strike a deal with whoever you pick, at least the first time you try them. If they are worth their salt as a computer repair business, they'll probably have a significant amount of work, and when they have to pick and choose which jobs they'll take, you want them to pick yours. Now, if you want to go in an unconventional route for your computer repair needs, I recommend sending an email to the computer science department of a local college, asking if they could recommend someone to help fix your computer, networking, or other problems that you might have. This may sound strange, but typically college students don't make a ton of money while they're in school. Most computer science students know a ton about fixing computers and other electronics, and if you can, try and find a student who can answer your questions. There's an opportunity for both of you. They can make way more money than minimum wage, and you're not going to pay an arm and a leg anytime you need general computer help. If you're worried what happens when they graduate, odds are they'll have a younger classmate that can take over. This works especially well for small businesses that need an IT guy but can't hire someone full time. Alright, now let's talk about what to avoid. I almost always avoid Craigslist for computer repairs. There are typically no reviews or recourse if something goes wrong. You're just handing your computer over to a stranger who could do more harm than good. I would also strongly discourage taking your computer over to Best Buy's Geek Squad. I've known people who have had to lodge a ton of complaints against them on behalf of others for unnecessary work done or incredibly high prices. Now, if you have any suggestions, I'd love to hear them. Feel free to post any other suggestions on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.cokeanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or make a suggestion for a future episode, also just post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker. Keep technology simple.